0: Arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo. On 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. And a good Saturday morning. Welcome into this morning's edition of Creative Cafe. That presentation, of course, brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. As uh, taking a look, uh, inside look at some of the activities uh, that take place in and around the Kalamazoo area. We'll uh, jump right into our first segment here this morning and uh, join up with host Kristen Chesick and her special guest.
1: And welcome. Hi. Hi, welcome to Creative Cafe. I am here with Pierre van der Westhuizen, who is the executive director of the uh, Gilmore International Piano Festival. Good morning, Pierre. Good
2: morning. How are you all? Uh,
1: Good. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, What is your favorite morning beverage?
2: Coffee, for sure. But it is a tall latte or a medium latte, uh, here from Cafe Casa downtown, <laughs> one ah, of my favorite spots. <laughs> very good,
1: very good. Yes, that'll keep you going, especially since you are currently in the middle of the 2022 Gilmore Piano Festival, that happens every other year. The 2020 festival was interrupted by the pandemic, but this festival is going on as planned, and so far it's been a great experience for everybody involved. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about how you choose? The myriad of artists who come to Kalamazoo to perform during the festival.
2: I'm sure. Thank you. I mean, we are just—it's almost hard to believe that yes, finally the festival is here, and we're able to have it, and it's just wonderful to see audiences and you know hear the the artists in person and hear people's reactions and so on. And and for me, you know, I'm a pianist by trade, mm-hmm. so. Trying to choose these festival artists, I, I feel a bit like a kid in a candy store. Uh, I, you know, I'm let loose in the world and and then trying to pick my favorites. But yes, I am a pianophile, and so I listen constantly. You know, to to CDs and YouTube, and I go to concerts uh, all over the place, and I try to present a nice variety and a good balance between. Um, you know, really deep, thoughtful music, and then also upbeat and fun and entertainment, entertaining uh, things for the family, things that are a bit more highbrow. So, you know, a, a wide variety and trying to, ch- to make sure that there's a good balance. in the
1: sure, festival. Sure, sure. And, and it, it is an international festival. You choose from all over the world. Can you tell us a little bit about where folks are from for the 2022 festival?
2: Oh yes, um you know, apart from coming from the US, uh we have people coming in from Germany, Italy, France. Um we have a gentleman from um South America, Pablo Ziegler, this trio coming in from Argentina, China and um same with Sergio Tiempo, is from Argentina and Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Um we have it's just it's a wide variety. Um I'm trying to think, uh, you know, <laughs> with Shitsky who's uh, Polish and Canadian, uh, Mr. Manuel Axe is here, who was born in Poland, but then uh, moved over to the U.S. as young boy, so it's it's truly an international mix, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's fantastic, and, and what a coup for Kalamazoo to be able to have such talented artists here. Uh, there's a ton of in-person opportunities for, to see great musicians here in the next couple of weeks at the peak of their careers, but this year the festival is also being streamed, is that correct?
2: That's right. We are streaming about 30 concerts. We used to stream maybe like four or five of them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when the pandemic hit, uh, when we had to cancel the 2020 festival, we pivoted and we had to, you know, we did a bunch of uh, uh, online presentations uh, back in 2020. And that really uh, launched us into this whole world of live streaming. And as an organization, we learned so much. And we live streamed our entire season last season and, you know, we gained this whole online audience, and we learned a lot in terms of the organization and, and, and how to do that and how to work with artists and the venues and so on. So, you know, we um, since we had this entire infrastructure in place, we thought it would be wonderful to keep the live streaming going and um Keep providing a window into Kalamazoo into the Gilmore, and um, keep growing that online audience as well. So, yeah, this time it's about thirty of them that will be live
1: streams. That's uh, that's amazing. That, that's quite an undertaking as well. Not only to prepare for live audiences, but also to prep all of the tech to be able to stream those yeah. concerts. Um, so, kudos yeah. to you for that. And well, and this you. also, as you mentioned, this expands the audience outside of Kalamazoo and even the U.S. Do you have any idea uh, who who is watching? Kalamazoo.
2: It depends on the artists. You know, we've had people, um, I know like tonight we have Mr. Sungjin Cho, who is from Korea, mm-hmm. who will be performing. And I, he'll still be live streamed. And I just know that he has a huge following in Asia. And so I imagine, you know, we have a chat feature going along with the live stream. And we see people tuning in from all over the country and all over the world, and they say hi to us from Hungary and Poland and, you know, Beijing, wherever they are tuning in from. It's really so much fun and fascinating to see.
1: Oh, it must be. It must be. I um, need to try that out for myself this week. Yeah. <laughs> you've you've recently changed the name um, of the festival to the yeah. Gilmore Piano Festival. Can you talk a little bit about the um, thought behind changing the name?
2: Yes, it was really... Um, you know, two two things. Um, I had a conversation with my young eleven-year-old uh, at the time, and he said, "Daddy, what are you doing?" I said, "Well, you know, I run something called the Gilmore Keyboard Festival," and he said, "Oh, you mean like pewter keyboards?" Oh no! <laughs> you <know? laughs> and you know, it, and at first I brushed it off, you know, I thought, but then. You know, the more and more I went around the world and had to explain to people that, uh, you know, this is a variety of different keyboards and hard and so on. So that was one thing. It's complicated things in terms of the messaging. And, you know, from the very beginning of this organization, it was founded as an award, uh, but for piano um, to Irving, uh, to, you know, to honor Irving Gilmore, mm-hmm. who was a really piano enthusiast, and um, so it it really made sense to tighten up the mission to change the word from keyboards to piano. The, the award is piano. The festival features mainly piano. It doesn't mean that we don't feature other things like harpsichords and organ and so on. But uh, it was just it was more of a sharpening and a simplification of the message.
1: Right, right. And we're we're mid-festival, uh, and so it looks like there's a, a great mix of jazz and chamber music coming up this week. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about where the jazz artists are coming from and what one can expect if we're going to go see a jazz concert?
2: Oh, sure. Uh, the jazz artists uh, this year are mostly from from the u.s you know much of them are based in new york and um, a couple of them in new orleans and so on um and these are again some of my favorites you know when i travel i travel to new york often for business and I, i love nothing more than going to like the village vanguard or jazz lincoln center and or you know um there's so many different jazz clubs in, in New York um, and seeing some of my favorites there. And so I, I just love going there and inviting them to come to the festival. Uh, you know, and we try different things. We had Fred Hirsch here, and we completely transformed the D. Terry Williams Theater into a jazz cafe. Uh, we have jazz at Bell's going on and, and then also jazz at the, jazz at noon here at the Static Center and, and at the Cool Center in Battle Creek and when you go to a jazz concert it's it's a completely different experience from classical of course because you know you don't know what to expect the program isn't printed nothing is set in stone the musicians decide what they're going to play on the spot uh, there's a lot of interaction with the audience it's it's just a very different uh, feel mm-hmm. um, and very spontaneous. And, and, and I, just, I just love it from beginning to end. And I'm fascinated by it because as a classically trained artist, you know, improvisation terrifies me. And the fact <laughs> that these musicians can get up there, go up there and, and play whatever they'd like on the spot is, is just an amazing feat to me.
1: <laughs> right, right. Isn't it though? well i i cannot wait to see some of the jazz that's coming up and also the chamber music as well and pierre we have to thank you for you and your staff um for persevering through the pandemic and bringing the festival back to kalamazoo for 2022 it's been a pleasure to talk with you this morning if i want to get tickets for the festival where do i do that
2: please go to the gilmore.org and it'll, it'll have all the information there uh, as to how you can get tickets um, and also the live stream tickets. So you can buy an in-person ticket or a live stream ticket, a virtual ticket. Um, and it just, you know, go, go to org and you can cruise all the events there. You can also call the community box office at two six nine two five zero six nine eight four.
1: Fantastic. I've been speaking with Pierre Vander West Tyson, uh, the executive director of the Gilmore Piano Festival for 2022. Thank you so much. Thank you. All
0: right. Thank you very much to the both of you. And we'll uh, take a quick break and be right back. More with Kristen on this morning's edition of Creative Cafe on News Radio 590, FM, WKZO.
3: Are you a student? Artist, musician, actor, theater technician, producer, or director? Are you new to the arts scene in Kalamazoo County? Or maybe you've been an artistic mainstay in the community for years. No matter what discipline you engage in or how experienced you are, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has resources for you. Becoming a member provides an avenue to connect with your peers, access to grants and sponsorship resources, as well as free promotional tools to get the word out about you and your work. Membership is open to students, individuals, and organizations. There's even a special pricing for educational institutions. To find out more about becoming a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, go to their website at kalamazooarts.org and click the membership tab. That's kalamazooarts.org and click the membership tab. You won't be sorry. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo.
0: You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. And once again, a good Saturday morning, and thank you very much for joining us in this morning's edition of Creative Cafe. Let's say once again, good
4: morning to Kristen.
1: Good morning, and we're back for our second segment, and I have Dan Seitzma with me. Good morning, Dan.
4: Good morning. How's everyone
1: doing? We are doing fantastic this morning. Dan is uh, the founder and um, a company member of Crawl Space Theater Productions, but you also are the president of the Kalamazoo Nonprofit Advocacy Coalition, which was formed back in 2017. And your home's at the First Baptist Church, is that correct?
4: Yeah, yeah, the, the former First Baptist Church, were, uh, we're making it into an art center. Well, that, that's what Kalamazoo does.
1: That That is what Kalamazoo does. Well, you are on Creative Cafe this morning, so I do have to ask you, what is your favorite morning beverage?
4: Uh, I, I'm i a tea drinker, so um, a good cup of um, almond-flavored black tea is is oh. my favorite, and my life changed when I... I splurged and bought a uh, instant hot water dispenser uh-huh. for my for my home for my kitchen.
1: Yeah,
4: and instantly it dispenses near boiling water, so you can have tea even quicker. Um, oh. Changed my life.
1: Yes, especially for mornings like this. Exactly. (laughs) Well, good. Well, thanks for joining us this morning. The KNAC, uh, like I said before, was uh, formed in the summer of 2017, and you guys have been quietly working to gather organizations to share that space down there at the Historic First Baptist Church. That's the oldest public structure in Kalamazoo, that's correct?
4: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's certainly the oldest church building. Some people quibble whether it's a public building, but really... Yeah, yeah, it's it's was built in 1853, uh, completed in 1855. So yeah, about 170 years old.
1: Right, and now the space offers affordable services and space for all sorts of arts organizations and other nonprofits. Can you talk to us a little bit about um, what KNAC is and who now calls that space home?
4: Yeah, so. Uh, Big part of what happened was, you know, out of something sad, which was the First Baptist Church uh, membership declining. Uh, they couldn't afford the upkeep and maintenance on this giant building. It's about 30,000 square feet. Wow. And so uh, the KNAC was formed to manage the property and invite artists and small. Uh, startup businesses to come in and use the building or, you know, to really further their dreams and to further whatever it was that they were doing, Mm -hmm. whether it was entrepreneurship, performing arts or visual arts or whatever they were doing in needed space. So our mission is to do it affordably to to make sure that folks have um, something that they can utilize that's not going to, negatively affect their business financially uh, it'll be a, a good boost for them to be able to to succeed with whatever it is that they're doing
1: okay and there's there's 25 organizations in that building now yeah I, currently yeah. there's about 25
4: um, you know of course like any place uh, they come and go and <laughs> when they go and expand and you know buy a new place to do their work we don't you know that's not something that is a bad thing. That's that's mm-hmm. part of the purpose of it is to incubate businesses so they can go elsewhere and succeed.
1: That's great. Can you give us some examples of who's in the space right now?
4: Yeah, we've got some we've got some fun folks uh, in the kitchen. We got Huey D's goodies making cheesecakes and uh, Eileen. Who uh owns Love Muffins. She makes carrot cake muffins. Hmm. Uh, so that's just in the kitchen.
1: Are they there and this morning? They're not there they, this morning. They might be. I don't I don't
4: know if they're there this morning. Okay. I don't think so. I
1: thought okay. I, I was so. gonna stop by if they were. Oh <laughs> <laughs> just made me hungry. On the way home. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
4: They're they're incredible uh bakers, uh doing great stuff. And then on more of the performing arts side, uh, Queer Theater Kalamazoo uh, still uh, has a home there, and they do most of their performances elsewhere, but they do uh, rehearsals and mm-hmm. all their administrat- administration there. Um, all Ears Theater is sort of reemerging emerging mm-hmm. uh, and found a home there. Mm-hmm. And Crawlspace Comedy Theater, uh, Taichua Dance, uh, which is, uh, they have two studios now, um, and they do dance instruction for young and old. So mm. they cover the whole breadth of dance experience and help people, yeah, follow their passion of ballet dancing
1: What's, oh. and other dance. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that uh, the space is almost 170 years old, or it is 170 years old. Uh, so I'm guessing that there's some maybe some maintenance and repair that uh... no, it's
4: a self uh, self healing building. <laughs> it's, a, um, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> the Baptists yep, the Baptists uh-huh. discovered that. Uh-huh. Uh, they yep. made some deal with yeah, uh, you know, whoever. Um, no, uh-huh. it's uh, it's an incredibly <laughs> needy building, right? Um, yeah, 170 years. There's there's a lot that is absolutely wonderful about the building. I would say a vast majority of the nature of the building is absolutely wonderful. Uh but just being that size and that age, yeah, there's there's definitely things that you know, leaks and roofs and things like that happen and you know, it's just a little extra effort to to keep it maintained. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's a grand old building that is worth, worth the investment.
1: Well, sure. And it, it certainly serves as a symbol of Kalamazoo's founding days. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, is, I, I know I've been in it many times, uh, an absolutely beautiful organ up mm-hmm. uh, in the sanctuary part of it, and then the other spaces um, are beautiful as well. So you're in the process of repairing, upgrading, trying to sustain the church as a historic building. Can you talk about what some of your other repairs might, what your aspirations might be um, for upgrading yeah. the space?
4: Yeah, there's some some that are you know absolutely necessary for sustainability and efficiency. So we've are having a full study done on the mechanicals mm-hmm. and electrical and plumbing, so that we can ensure that it's efficiently run um, in a way that is going to be most comfortable for everybody, but also, mm-hmm. you know, very sustainable from an environmental and energy standpoint, mm-hmm. and also the there's some things that are just not super convenient. There are weird hallways that go <laughs> very strange circuitous paths. And so we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna try to make it more efficient and more user friendly for people that use the performance hall or the sanctuary space. Gotcha. And some renovations of that so that the lobby is much more welcoming. Mm-hmm. So that access to bathrooms is much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, buying tickets and you know that whole exchange and concessions. We just want it to be more efficient and more, uh, more patron friendly, because um, you know when it's made for to be a church, mm-hmm. there's different needs there, mm-hmm. and so now that it's changing to be in, the, you know, they are still going to have church there uh, as a renter. Uh, but the main focus is going to be on performing arts, and so making sure that the the hall is most accommodating. Um, sure. And then the other side of the building on the west, uh, the west portion of the building is more focused on innovation and entrepreneurship mm. and incubating small nonprofits and for-profit businesses. So those areas will be renovated into co-working spaces. the second third floors will be co-working spaces um, so those will be completely transformed totally gutted and then created into something that's going to serve small businesses and nonprofits.
1: Oh that's great that's great so if you're an individual with a small business uh, there's there's going to be space for you as well so not just nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Who do yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Who do I call to get use of the space?
4: So if you go to the website uh, eight, uh, knac1853.org, mm-hmm. uh, you can get look at the application that's on there and just fill that out. It's a very simple application, and then uh, you'd be able to inquire about having space. And if it's a good if it's a good fit, mm-hmm. then. Yeah, you can have a, a great future working in the KNAC building. And yeah, we're, we're highly, um, highly looking forward to different groups working together in a collaborative co working space because that, that creates an energy, it creates uh, this true co working mm-hmm. uh, nature where. Different groups collaborate, whether it's for-profit, non-profit, arts, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Folks are going to be in the same space and collaborating and just creating a great future, not only for their own business, but helping other businesses as well.
1: Right, right. And uh, uh, the KNAC providing affordable spaces and services is so needed, in Kalamazoo, Mm -hmm. especially with folks that are thinking about starting something or are trying to maintain um, through the pandemic because the arts and small business has been hit especially hard there. Um, Mm -hmm. And so with your vision, I'm assuming that you're going to need some donations. So if I want to give to this spectacular (laughs) cause, how would I do that?
4: Yeah, so we do have a donate button on our website. Uh, It's uh, again canac 1853.org and we're also beginning a major capital campaign this week uh, we've been preparing for it for a few months and now it's going to launch with uh, the quiet phase of mm-hmm. of reaching out to to donors and then probably by the fall we're hoping that that's when we'll have a public phase as well and we'll be we'll be reaching out to everybody in the community to to support it and we're already seeing enormous support for the effort
1: yes well it is uh it is much needed in kalamazoo and kudos to you for um taking what was your home at Crawl Space and uh creating something bigger than yourself and uh certainly a, a beautiful collaborative space for artists and uh uh, makers to come and um, do their thing. So I've been mm-hmm. speaking with Dan Seitzma. He is the president of the uh, Kalamazoo... Let me make sure I get this right. (laughs) (laughs) The Kalamazoo Nonprofit Advocacy Coalition, but you're also um, founder and a company member for Crawl Space Theater Productions, which is in the KNAC building down at First Baptist Church, downtown Kalamazoo. Dan, thanks so much for letting us know this morning about the great work that you're doing.
4: Thank you, Kristen. I appreciate it.
1: All right. Thank you very much, Dan.
0: Thank you, Kristen. We're out of time. We'll do this again next Saturday morning, shall we? All right.
4: All right. Thank you very
0: much for joining us this morning
3: for today's edition of Creative Cafe. Thanks for taking some time this morning to join us on the Creative Cafe. We have enjoyed telling you a little bit about who we are as an arts council and what we do in the community. Arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, we've been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. In the past five years alone, we have provided benefits to 585 individual artists and arts organizations, granted $865,000 to just under 400 grant recipients, produced 10 unique programs that serve artists and have collaborated on 23 separate fiscal sponsorships and community projects, many of which are still in existence and serving our community. All this with an average staff size of six to eight in any given year. Small but mighty. That's the Arts Council. And now you know. Join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that that creative expression has to offer.